she complained from below me, the bed shaking slightly from her effort to pull out the box of phallic treasure. I found that shit months ago, about two days after they moved in together. She pulled the box out, dumping it on the bed right beside my head and tossing her body below it, right next to my hip. At the feel of some piece of her skin brushing against my hand, my eyes gave up the fight and popped open faster than a jack-in-the-box. Good God, I cried when my vision returned. She was on her hands and knees, digging through the pile of dicks and vibrators beside my head, and her naked tits were no more than ten inches from my lips. Am I dead? I whispered, staring at the pink of her nipples and licking my lips. Is this heaven or hell? My hand wouldn't be denied, reaching out to test my location, when the soft, full, fucking perfect flesh of her breast met my greedy palm, she yelped, smacking me first on the hand and then on the face. Ouch! I groaned before confirming. Hell. Definitely hell. What? she snapped. You can look, but you'll have to do a lot more to earn the right to touch. My lips pursed in thought. I could... Not today, asshat, she yelled. Come on, help me clean this shit up. In shock, I couldn't do anything other than what she asked, touching my best friend's things, things I swear I'd never otherwise touch, and completely abandoning thoughts of being on time for work or accomplishing anything I was supposed to that day. And yes, I'm sure I wouldn't normally touch them. Look, sure. Touch, no. Cassie left me to finish up, and crossed the room back to Georgie's dresser, my gaze following her as she did. She was one of the hottest women I'd ever seen, and the first ever to stand in front of me naked with the same confidence as she would if clothed. I didn't know where she found that kind of self-esteem, and I wasn't going to ask. The first rule of dealing with a woman without her clothes on is to never ask her anything that could lead to a change of heart. I slid the box under the bed as she slipped a tight t-shirt over her head, sans bra, and stepped into a pair of what had to be the most ridiculous leggings I'd ever seen. Are there fucking hot dogs on those pants? Yeah she deadpanned, turning to face me and pulling her crazy hair into a sloppy ponytail. As her nipples pushed through the thin cotton, I realized no one would give a goddamn what was on the bottom half. She turned for the hall, stepping out of the room without a word, and I followed. I'd have followed her into a volcano at this point. And yes, I am fully aware that this kind of blind arousal will be my downfall. Hey, walnuts, she called when we made it to the living room, searching the space with her strikingly blue eyes. They were so vivid they were nearly violent, reaching out and smacking you every time they turned your way. The contrast between them, her creamy white skin, and the rich chocolate of her hair was arresting. Like God had a sense of humor when he made her, pasting together all the things that shouldn't go well together into a singular messy canvas. And when he was done, her magnificently wild radiance shone up to heaven.
the joke was on him. Yo, walnuts, she called again. I'm talking to you, dick cat. Food's on. She turned to me with her eyebrows pinched together, and the simple gesture was enough to break me out of my stupor. I joined in the search, scanning the room endlessly, and unfortunately, my eyes landed on the open apartment door at the same time Cassie's did. Shit. You idiot! she yelled, charging for the door and tearing ass out into the hall. I followed hot on her heels, pulling her to a stop before she got to the stairwell door and spinning her to face me. When I'd come in and heard the music, I hadn't thought of anything but finding the source. I wasn't used to having a pet, so closing doors wasn't naturally ingrained. It probably would be now. You lost